Hello everyone, welcome to the LTG podcast. So, we haven't done one of these in about a month, I don't think. When did Joker come out? Was that the start of October? I'm recording this segment in on Tuesday the 29th. Anyway, so this episode going to be about Crown Jewel, the second edition. Hopefully it's not going to be as bad as last year's with the World Cup tournament. Like, the matches were just a bit boring. Same with Super Showdown. Uh, I'm not on about the Saudi show, I'm on about the Australia version. Them two shows, I think they were like around the same time. I think they were like the same week. Or was that Evolution? Those three pay-per-views, Evolution, Super Showdown and Crown Jewel last year was so close to like, you know, two weeks span. And I, I sort of liked it with the same time, didn't Anyway, I'm digressing. Hopefully it's going to be as good as last year's. Because I don't know what happened, but the wrestling was pretty bad. Uh, same with Super Showdown, I don't think the wrestling was that good. I don't even know what can help it. Was it just? Do you think it's just the feeling of it? Because usually good wrestling also has amazing crowds, and the Saudi shows don't really have amazing crowds. They sit there in silence, really. Well, they probably. I think they pop a little bit, but most of the time they're just like, wow. So maybe that's why I don't feel into it. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, people who are working Crown Jewel are Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Daniel Bryan, and obviously John Cena, but he's not. Booked on the show anyway. Um, yeah. I think John Cena and Daniel Bryan only pulled out because of the journalist thing. Whereas Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn... Well, Sami Zayn couldn't go because... I think Alistair Black can go anyway. As well, because he's got religious tattoos or something. But Sami Zayn can't go because of his background. Which is funny because they never actually told him that. Like, I think they booked him to the show, they booked him in the Royal Rumble, the Great Royal Rumble, and then they just said he couldn't perform, which I think is stupid. Who cares what background you I know Saudi are a bit, like, behind, but still, it's stupid. So then Kevin Owens had to work Great Royal Rumble, because, I mean, he flew there, why wouldn't he want to perform it? But then ever since then he hadn't performed because of stick up for his friend, which, you know, that's the right thing to do. Why should he get paid for something... You don't want to do it when you get when you on like the weekly shows anyway. Like Kevin Owens, he's on the weekly shows anyway. So why should he go to Saudi show to get paid? Anyway, so we've got new. Last time I recorded this was like before premiere week. I think I think it was like the Saturday or Sunday before premiere week. Uh, Raw and SmackDown new commentary team, new theme songs, new intros. Brock Lesnar's the new WWE champion, which in a squash match against Kofi, which I thought was a bit bland, but. I mean, it's Kofi, as much as I liked Kofi Kingston's title reign, I don't think he had a chance against Brock Lesnar anyway, uh, because he can't really be taken seriously, but at the same time it can, because his singles reign probably proved that to a lot of people. But, I mean, in the sense, like, I know this is probably an argument everyone uses, but the casual fans wouldn't believe Kofi Kingston could beat Brock. Not gonna lie. Or maybe put up a fight against him. Seth Rollins, on the other hand, is the same buildish. Like the same build ish, and um, he put a fight against Brock Lesnar, but he actually has built, been built as a serious guy. He's Grand Slam champion, you know, Triple Crown champion. He's just the only title Seth Rollins hasn't won is uh, NXT UK, NXT uh, tag team, NXT UK tag team, and all the women's championships. Oh, wait, he hasn't, he hasn't got the normal NXT tag team. Oh, wait, I said that, uh, the NXT North American. And the 24-7, that's about all he hasn't won. And also the retired titles, but they don't count. Also, there's been a couple of Cook storylines. Maria and Mike Kanellis, I actually like that one because I'm pretty 
into that myself and defend on. And you know, that was actually her, like... I don't think that was necessarily a cook storyline. I think that was just him, her, trying to make him into a man. Because, do you know, before she brought Lucifer out, she said, oh, yeah, Ricochet isn't the actual dad. I was just trying to man you up or something. But then she said that Rusev was the dad. So I thought, was that another thing to man him up? Or was, is Rusev actually the dad? I'm so confused. And then with the other cook storyline, that started like a week after, was Rusev and Lana with Bobby Lashley. And on the latest episode of Raw, as of recording, which is the one before Crown Jewel, the go-home show, Lana said she did that because Rusev uh, cheated on him. Cheated on her. But then Rusev denied it, even though... I don't know if I'm the only one who pointed this out. Didn't didn't he get with Maria Canellis? Or was that just another thing? Was that just another ruse? Because I don't watch... I only watch the highlights on YouTube because... I can't be bothered to stay up on a show. The only shows I watch are pay-per-views because they don't have advertising to smith through. Well, they do, but they're actually, like, really short, like, probably a minute at most, and they're actually, like, wrestling ones. So they're catered to me. I don't want an American advert or something. I don't even want, want, like, a sofa or something like that. And then I think I watch SmackDown. I'm probably going to watch SmackDown, but that's probably because it's on a Friday, and... Uh, gives me an excuse to stay up, really. And also because SmackDown, I, I actually like SmackDown. Raw and SmackDown have, have improved since, like, the reign of terror this time last year, at least. Oh, my God. I can't believe it's been a year since, like, Baron Coleman's reign of terror, though. It's gone so quickly. It's insane. Oh, yeah, the one thing that really annoys me, and it probably annoys a lot of the performance, SmackDown is the night after Crown Jewel. I know Crown Jewel's slightly earlier. It's not like on a, it's not like on a Thursday night. It's like slightly earlier. Cause I think Crown Jewel's the same time that SmackDown would be for Americans in the UK. But still, you have to think that they'll have jet lag, and obviously no women on the show. So why don't they just make the SmackDown after all the Saudi pay per views just another evolution? That would make it so much better, easier as well. Because they're gonna be worn out. Bless them. They can't just use jobbers, because surely there's going to be some people who can't wrestle there. Surely they can't just have Kevin Owens versus Daniel Bryan and and Sami Zayn versus someone. Do you get what I mean? They can't just keep having... Oh, I just feel sorry for the performance. So, Crown Jewel. Oh, before we get into Crown Jewel, let's talk about the new game, WWE 2K20, which is a bit of a mess. That's, if, you look, if you look on Twitter, hashtag Fix2K20, it's just all over the place. And apparently, I haven't played the NBA games, but apparently the NBA game is the same. Or at least it has been for a while because I've seen people tweeting uh, stuff like when NBA and WWE get together and complain about 2K. And it was like the scene from Avengers Endgame, which is funny. Uh, the, only th- the only thing I like about 2K20 really is the career mode. The bump in the night stuff looks cool, but... I have to buy it, and I can't be bothered, so I'm just going to buy the season pass for Christmas, because I didn't have enough money to buy the deluxe edition, which I usually get every year, so I'll just buy the season pass. You know, that actually looks good, like the South Pole Regional Wrestling, that looks amazing. I know it's just reskins, but I don't care. To be honest, though, I think they should have had a couple of DLCs of real wrestlers. Like, where's the NXT UK DLC? Where is the Walter, well, Walter, Ligero... Matt, no, Matt, I can't even say that, Jesus Christ, I'm dumb. Zach Gibson, James Drake, uh, 
Fosh Morgan Webster. Why is his tag partner in there but not him himself? I know Mark Andrews has been there since like the inception of the NXT UK brand. It was him, Trent Seven, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bay. I know Mark Andrews was like the less established, I want to say, of the two. He didn't really get that much going for him. He wasn't too of that live a couple of times. But, you know, he's been there since the start. Same with Joseph Collins. He's been there since the start. Uh, what's it called? The person who trained with Finn Balor. Uh, I watch NXT sometimes. I watch NXT UK sometimes. I just don't watch it all the time. Uh, Travis Banks. Joe Coffey. Matt Coffey. Wolfgang. Jordan Devlin, that's it. You know, these people who have been here for quite a while should... They should I, don't, I, I agree, they shouldn't... Maybe Walter should be in it because he is like the NXT UK champion. And Alexander Wolf, he shouldn't have been removed. I mean, even if we stole the sanity gimmick, we could have at least change it to the NXT UK gimmick, Imperium. Do you know what I mean? Same with Killian Dane. To be fair, he's got this, nearly the same attire. Anyway, sorry that that audio calling just cut off. Someone rang me, and I don't know who it was. It was a mysterious number, so I'm not going to answer it. Hehe. <laughs> so, um. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, so uh, let's just—I don't know what what should we do. How many? I just realized how many different. How come they've got so many different? I mean, all the units in Saudi Arabia have king at the start. I swear. Anyway, so. 2K20, it's a, there's loads of glitches, loads of bugs. I have I have only experienced, like, two glitches, and one of them's quite minor, one of them's a bit weird, because uh, I, I, only, I only bought the game for career mode, really, because career mode, I love career mode, even though it's stupid writing, I just love it. Like, there's a scene where, it's it, this is a minor spoiler, it's only a cutscene, it's not, like, anything to do with the story, but um, when, like, your character, Trey, is doing a dance routine backstage, and he just starts in cartwheels, and Randy Orton comes in, and he's got his phone, and... Strandy Orton's funny in the career mode. It's, it's a lip fam. I don't know how many, I don't know how many chapters there is. I know in two K nineteen there was fourteen, and then fifteen was like the end part where you just got to wrestle anyone. So I'm on chapter fourteen right now. I think it's longer than that. Hopefully it's longer. But then again, if you don't know the whole my career thing is like a hall of fame speech, and that you get to play the matches through the career. I like the unique part of it and I like how there's different characters Cole Quinn's back Battle Blade's back you don't get to play as Battle Blade but it's back Bulls is there but obviously it's not a model because you created your own custom Bulls model it would be cool if you could import the Bulls model similar to how like I think in FIFA games you can import models back from previous games so that's I think that would be cool and then um, yeah it's just really cool and, uh, you know, because there's a woman, a woman and a man, sometimes the matches can get... The women's matches, I feel, like are more dreadful this year. I never, I've never been a fan of women's matches in the game, just because I don't feel the same on some of the moves. If, like, a woman has a man's move, they don't connect properly. Because I have, like, the STO on my character, and, like, she lets go before she actually hits the cut apart, so it's really awkward. Um, then... It's just awkward, man. So, yeah, the the women's winning the back match that you do, that was the hardest one to do for me. It was so 
along and boring. I just wanted to like. It made me want to delete the game. I'll just say that. It, that was the, that. That was the night I finished playing for that night. I'll say that. Okay. So I haven't finished it yet. I'm on to chapter fourteen. Uh, again, as I love the uniqueness, it's a bit stupid when you change your characters like um, hairstyle because. You know, like how wrestlers change the hairstyle throughout the clips. Also, guess who also changed the hairstyle? You're the Hall of Fame version of you in the future. So then, if you change it back, they just change your hairstyles mid-speech, which would be cool if you had to be that in like your final part of your career. But then again, you change your thing, so it's your fault. Uh, also, I used to, if you're gonna start your career, I don't think you should give your woman a lot a long hair model. Because the hair glitch is like hell. Even if it's short, long hair. Like, that's why my hair is the same as my male's one. Like, spiky hair. That's the one I picked because it can't move. <laughs> it's just a bit stupid. Peyton Royce's eyes as well are a bit... Mm. Yeah, I'm going to probably buy Bumper Night. That's probably it. Chimata Champa's entrance is still his DIY one. Which you can change in settings, but it's like, why, why isn't that by default? I mean, his new entrance is in the trailer. Then Luke Harper's entrance, don't get me started on that. It just repeats the start of his theme, and it's very loud as well. And his, his actual theme in the game is this Bludgeon Brothers one, but they haven't put... But they didn't, they didn't put the Luke Harper theme in, so they just put, like, the, a, a five-second preview and just loop that for his entire entrance, and it's just very loud to dub over this Bludgeon Brothers one. Whoever thought that was a good idea, it, it wasn't. It, it just wasn't, and it just hurts your ears so much. I think you can change it. So I am going to change it when I can. So even though Bludgeon Brothers has that really weird start, which wouldn't really time well with his entrance, it's better than having ear rape. Okay? It just is. Some people, I feel like, are over-exaggerating it. Because, I mean, if you've, if you've seen the glitches and stuff, and you by expecting to see the same calibre game of 2K19... I don't think you should blame 2K. At the end of the day, they released the game, yes, but I don't think it's their fault. Because Yooks left that to rebuild almost all the game engine and all that. Then WWE gave them a deadline, which, I mean, WWE obviously saw how bad the game looks. Because they're the publishers and stuff. No, they're not the publishers. They're, they're, their brand is attached to it. So if they didn't want it out, they would have, they could have cancelled the deadline, which they should have done. I think they should have just updated 2K19. Maybe renewed a couple of superstars sneakily, and then they should have just started brand new with two K twenty one. Or they could just have a game called WWE two K and just keep updating that. That'd be better, I think. But then again, if we need a new game engine, they need to create a new one. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a game developer, so I can't really say. Yeah, I'll tell you my two glitches. I forgot about that. So in my career, one of the cutscenes it was like a tag team match. I know it was when someone won. I think. The, do you know in the Royal Rumble, 20, I think it's 2005, where Vince McMahon lost ability to move his legs? I feel like my my referee got that, because the referee, I think, was supposed to be counting, but he was just sitting there, it's like, I've broken my quads. Then the other glitch, it happens every time I do this move, it's not really that big of a deal, but it's a bit... Yeah, uh, my female ver version of the character does, like, her sent on, but, like, she gets caught on the ropes every single time, and it's just a bit annoying to watch. So yeah, I feel like people are a bit over-exaggerating. They're the only two glitches they've had. The gameplay feels... I don't like the gameplay. The the controls... I'm, I'm sort of used to them. But there is, it was an unnecessary change. 
they should have just kept it like two K nineteen. But I got I but I bet they couldn't. It's just the showcase mode, especially with being on the women and the women are probably the worst models in the game this year. I just feel sorry for them. <laughs> like uh So let's get started with the Crown Jewel. Have you noticed they literally use the exact same theme for Crown Jewel and all the Saudi shows when Legends Rise? Do they have like a deal with after? I don't know. So in the matches, there's currently eight matches. And I don't know that the battle royale, the 20 man battle royale is on the pre show, which I don't think it should be, to be honest. Not that it's going to be an amazing match, but I feel like that's just starting the show. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. So, this isn't. I feel like this isn't in order because Wikipedia, I think it just goes by the order which it was announced. Because obviously they don't know the order which it's going to be. So, Team Hogan, Roman Reigns, Rusev, Ricochet, Shorty G, stupid name, and Ali, with Hulk Hogan obviously, versus Team Flair, Randy Orton, King Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Drew McIntyre with Ric Flair. So, I feel like this will be the main event because it's got Hogan and Flair attached to it. So, I feel like. I don't know, I feel like Team Hogan's going to win this one because, you know, it's going to be the main event, I think, at least. And, you know, the Saudish fans need a feel-good moment. It's been that's all they're all about, isn't it? Feel-good moments. No heels, no heels win. Except for like when Shane McMahon won. Shane McMahon's not on the card. Even I bet the Saudi fans are very displeased that Shane McMahon's not on the card. But yeah, Shorty G. <laughs> Yeah, at least it, like I called Shorty Gable, then now he's called Shorty G. Like, why, why WWE? I understand, I understand King Corbin, because he's, you know, King of the Ring. But Shorty G, what the, what the hell, why? I mean, it's funny. For, like, one match. And then it's just sad now. At least he's embracing it, I guess, I don't know. So, yeah, with, you know, that's, that's said who's going to win that one. I feel, is this elimination? If it is elimination, I feel like the last two is going to be, like, uh, Randy Orton and Roman Reigns, probably. Why is Yusuf on Team Hogan? I know he's a face now, but when he first came back, he was a heel, wasn't he? I like the look of the raw after he came back, he was on Team Hogan's, and I thought he was a heel. <coughs> Cough. I don't even know why that recording just cut out. Luckily, it cut out after the end of the first match. So, the first celebrity match, Bronze Sherman versus Tyson Fury. Because there's two matches with celebrities, I feel like one of the celebrities is going to lose, one of them's going to win. And because I don't want Cain Velasquez to be the Universal Champion, I feel like Tyson Fury is going to win this one. Undefeated in boxing, apparently. I don't really know who the guy is. I think I've heard, I might have heard of him, I don't know. Imagine him being called Gypsy King. He's from England as well, so that'd be cool to see. I just felt like it was really random that he came to WWE, but, you know... I think it's because Fox is trying to make it like a real sport. See, so yeah, Tyson Fury, I think, is going to win that one. It might win similarly to like how uh, Floyd Mayweather beat Big Show with the brass knuckles. But I don't, I don't think Tyson Fury is going to lose this one. Even though Saudi fans love Braun Strowman, I feel like Tyson's going to win. Maybe some interference so it makes sense. I don't know. So then Brock Lesnar versus Cain Velasquez for the Universal Championship. For the WWE Championship. I'm so used to Brock Lesnar being the Universal Champion. It's been like 
since WrestleMania 33, I know. That's like two WrestleManias, I've got Jesus Christ, nearly three. Oh, the reign of terror never ends. So I think Brock's going to retain, simply because, I don't think, first of all, Brock basically just won it again. I know that he lost it straight away to Seth Rollins, but it's Cain Velasquez. I know he beat him, but I think he needs retribution and storyline from him beating him from beating him in UFC. And I don't think they should give the main the main well, is it even the main championship anymore? I feel like now Brock Lesnar's won it. It's gonna it's gonna probably main event this, even though I don't want it to main event it. Like the WWE Championship's gonna go back to main event main event levels with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> For some reason. Just because it's Brock Lesnar and he demands the main event. So yeah, Brock's gonna retain this, I think. Simple because Cain Velasquez I mean, I, we haven't seen what it's like in a ring, and I don't think someone should win the championship in the debut match. But you never know, they might pull a shocker on us. They might make him win it, and then Brock will win it straight away. Again, I don't know. Then Mansur versus Cesaro. Has Mansur even, like... Um, I don't know, has he even, like, done anything? It made its television debut, 6th February 2019, where he was defeated by Jackson Riker. I feel like Mansur could probably be like a proper main event person. I understand why he's on here. I know he's on NXT, but he's on here because it's a Saudi Arabia show. <coughs> Jesus Christ. And it's from Saudi, so why wouldn't it be? And then I think I feel like he's going to win this. I mean, he won the fight man Royal, well, thought he won Man Royal Rumble. Not Royal Rumble, Battle Royale. So I feel like he has to win this. Otherwise, his momentum's crushed. Then again, his momentum was sort of already crushed. Because does he even appear in NXT? I don't even know. But yeah, as much as I would like to see Cesaro win, Monster is going to win. Answer. <coughs> Sorry, I always sneeze in pairs. My sneeze always sounds like a cough. I wish I could edit this out in post, but I can't. Because this is like... Because if I trim after, I have to trim like everything up to that point. So yes, Monster is going to win. Which I think is going to be fairly obvious. It's his own country. Unless they make Cesaro do an ultimate heel move and make him lose. I make Cesaro win. I don't know. I doubt it. Next is a tag team tor- 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 turmoil match for the WWE World Cup. Is this the same World Cup that Shane McMahon won? Because isn't this the best tag team in the world? Shane McMahon's probably going to jump the barricade and win it. That's my prediction, kidding. So it's the New, the new Day versus the Viking Raiders. The Viking Experience versus Heavy Machinery versus Lucha House Party versus Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder versus the, the Revival versus the OC versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode versus the B-Team. Go, go, go. So, I don't really know. Huh. So, I feel like, if it's elimination, is Tag Team Turmoil like... Yeah, I think it is. I think that Tag Team Turmoil. Isn't Tag Team Turmoil like the one that did the Elimination Chamber 2016? Or was it 2017? Crap. 2017, yeah. Oh, wait. Is Elimination Chamber like in January? It is 2017. Yeah, there was one for 2016, wasn't there? I don't know. There wasn't Elimination Chamber for 2016. Sorry, I'm off a little rant here. So, yeah, anyway, um, if it's elimination, I feel like Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, B-team, 
obviously got Robert Roode, probably Lou Charles party. You know, them them lot are gonna go quite quickly. Well maybe not Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, because they just lost the championships. I feel like the winner I want the revival to win. But then again the OC need momentum. Because they haven't really got that much momentum. And why I have the Street Profits on here. Street Profits should be on here. Because it's nine team just round it out to make a head. Oh god no, Shivit Man's gonna come in it. Oh god damn it. I swear god if I've predicted that right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna like destroy my TV. Not actually. But then again the new day, they're the biggest thing. They're probably the one of the biggest tag teams WWE has ever had. So um, it will be logical for them to win the best tag team in the world. But then again, I want the revival to win. Uh, okay, my final pick's the revival. Oh, is it? Okay, if the, if the OC win, I get half a point. Seth Rollins versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Oh, god damn it. Match cannot be stopped for any reason. Oh, I don't want the Fiend Bray Wyatt to win. But I don't want him to crush his momentum and cause it has to be a simple pinfall. Damn it, okay. The Fiend is on a totally different show. I don't want him to win because he, I don't want him to win a championship this early. Unless he wins it and then on the Firefly Fun House after he relinquishes it because he doesn't want it. He just wants to prove a point. That's the that's the only way I can see Bray Wyatt winning. But and if Seth Rollins wins, everyone will cry on Twitter about that he booed Bray Wyatt, even though it's not his decision. It's it's the booking team. They've really booked themselves into a circle and a mess here. They're not going to get out of this one, are good, are they? Okay, Seth Rollins. Don't hate me, Seth Rollins. Although I love Bray Wyatt, but Fiend, I don't think he should be championship material this quickly. Okay. The pre-show match, which for some reason isn't the top, I know that it's an announcement basis, but I still think it should be at the top. Um, by the way, Jesus Christ, man, that throat. Every time I record a podcast inside my ass, I'm always croaky. Oh, I have voice cracks, which I never do in real life. Or hardly. So, I feel like the pre-show match should be at the top of the Wikipedia page. Oh, well. Sunil Singh, where's the other Singh brother? Is dead, apparently. Sunil Singh versus Mojo Raleigh versus Eric Young versus Artruth versus the returning Singh Carver, yes boys, versus the Brian Kendrick, which is very random, what is two of five live, versus Titus O'Neil versus Tony Nice versus Akira Tazawa. I thought the Cruiserweights were on NXT now, I don't know, versus Shelton Benjamin versus the Power Cruz versus Buddy Murphy versus Andrew Arne versus Drake Maverick, Drake Maverick, what are you doing mate, versus Eric Young versus Luke Harper. Hopefully... It doesn't turn into Lou Harper. If you watch New Legacy Inc., they did a draft and they, and they called him Lou Harper. It was funny. Versus Cedric Alexander versus Heath Slater. Not Rhino because he's dead. Versus Humberto Carrillo versus No Way Jose. <gasps> Breathing. So, I feel like because of the thing that happened on Raw, I feel like Humberto Carrillo is going to win this. But I want Buddy Murphy to win it. But I feel like Humberto is going to win it. Then AJ Styles versus Battle Royale win. I feel like AJ Styles is going to retain, even though I don't know who the Battle Royale winner is going to be, I still think he's going to retain. Uh, okay. Okay. Let's go to... Jesus Christ, I need to eat after this, don't I? I don't know if you just heard that, my stomach just rumbled. Hopefully, if you heard it, it didn't... Uh, what's it called? It didn't, like... Made you think you did it because I will I will listen to ASMR videos as a random thing, because I was like curious. 
and it just like it made me feel really self-conscious. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean, baby. You want some of this? I don't know. I'm just sort of like talking to myself now. So the PWI 500, let's go, okay, no, it's not that. What is it? Pro Wrestling Database. That's it. I want to see all of the ratings for the, uh, what's it called? Saudi, Saudi shows. Defiant 3. Someone's copied Defiant Wrestling over here. How dare they? That is very rude. Uh, la la la, WWE. I'll have to search it rather. Greatest Royal Rumble. I actually like the Greatest Royal Rumble. That's probably the only Saudi show I liked. That's just because I love Royal Rumbles. Yeah, I mean, the Greatest Royal Rumble is three and a quarter star. Brock Lesnar vs. Roman Reigns is one star. Undertaker vs. Rusev, two star. Yeah, Undertaker's not on the card. Which is surprising. Yeah, there's no, like, retired guys, really, is there? Like Saudi loves. And I feel like they should have more to the card. I feel like mine's not that, not that much. Then again, I think they're nine. They're like ten for Great Royal Rumble. And that has a Royal Rumble. So, and Royal Rumbles are like two hours, aren't they? So, well, especially if it's 77 minutes. That's just over an hour, actually. The greatest match on the card is Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor, Smojo, and The Miz. Yeah, that was the greatest match on Greatest Royal Rumble. Now it's called Crown Jewel, which I assume most of the matches are going to be one star. Like, let's be real. Greatest match was AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. I can see that happening. And then we have Shane McMahon vs. Dolph Ziggler once now. Anyway, uh, what's the next one? Super Showdown. I'll also check the Super Showdown Australia one. Oh, wait, oh, yeah, because it's like, it's not Super Showdown, it's like Super Showdown. I don't know. Or oh, someone else's event called Super Showdown. And they got an asterisk. Yeah, it did. Oh wait, so the other Super Showdown is totally different, okay. Uh, the greatest match of, the worst match of Daniel Bryan versus The Miz, which wasn't that the one where he won by roll up, which is very dumb. Four and a quarter star, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe, and Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander. Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander was genuinely probably the best match on the card for me, so I'll go with that. Is it one word, Super? How did the okay? Let me just look on the Super Showdown page from WWE. Oh, Super Show Asterix down. What's the New Zealand one? New Australia one. You see the water man jugs. Uh, pay per view. Current pay per view. Um, hey, I'm surprised Backlash is in 2K20 because they didn't really they didn't have one this year, didn't they? 
Oh, it's a super showdown with no asterisks. What's the point of that really small change? There's no point to it. WWE. Super showdown like that. Oh, no, apparently it's not a thing. Okay. Saudi. Don't need to, like, capitalise it. Like that. Oh. It didn't exist apparently. Is it does down have a capital letter as well? Yeah, that's one word. Nope. Uh, super sure what happened? Oh yeah, Goldberg called such Goldberg. Because you know he was uh, there it is. I typed it like that and for some reason didn't show up. Okay. Okay. Last Sullivan was a dude. This was worse than the other Super Showdown. What? Three and a quarter. Finn Balor versus Andrade was the best match. Okay, I can agree to that. Man, I just remember Goldberg returning for no reason. Like, why did you return, mate? And then a random match. Like, what's the point of that match? Do you know what I mean? Man, I'm starving. Hey, how come AJ Styles versus Ricochet with three start? Okay, was it just me who just thought it was more than that because of the finish? Because you know the finish of the match was so cool. Oh yeah, apparently Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler was three stars as well. If Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler is three stars, then Finn Balor versus versus AJ Styles should be way more than three stars. Is it just me who thinks it's so stupid that Dave Meltzer? Although I like him a bit, I mean, I like that he, I respect his decisions. He's a bit stupid sometimes, not going to lie. Not KFib news, I was so confused then. Okay, so before we go, let's talk about Jordan Miles, aka ACH Albert. ACH? Is it ACH? Albert Hardy Jr. But how is that a C? I'm glad it's confused. A-H-J. I'm going to search him up now. I'm searching him. Jordan Miles. Anyway, so there's been some... Um, it's A-C-H. Um... Uh, Albert Christian Hardy Jr. That's a mouthful. I liked ACH though. But it was called Albert Hardy Jr. And so I'm so confused. Anyway, I prefer... No, yeah, I prefer ACH. It's, it's like EC3. Anyway. I feel like... I feel like Jordan Miles... If you, didn't know, if you don't know about the controversy... WWE released a couple of like t-shirts for the NXT people. I say a couple, loads of like really lazy designs. Like they weren't good t-shirts. That like that's a given. But one of them uh, was Jordan Miles. It was like a um, it didn't show lips. It was just like a mouth silhouette thing, red silhouette, with Jordan Miles uh, as teeth, like the name Jordan Miles teeth. I like smile because he smiles. You know, it's it's like if the surprise that made room for Apollo Crews yet. Yeah, like he smiles a lot. Anyway, 
The background of it was black, like almost every single WWE t-shirt. All of my wrestling t-shirts are black. So, and then they called WWE on Twitter saying that was racist, which I think was a bit of a long stretch. I mean, it's probably, if you smile a lot, that's technically a part of the gimmick. And most of WWE's backgrounds were black. Black, do you know what I mean? It's like saying, if, is there any white backgrounds? It's like saying, if AJ Styles the white background teacher, that's racist. It's a bit of a far stretch. I know that it sort of resembles blackface, but it doesn't. It's just a logo. Luckily they changed it, but it's still not as good. But apparently, apparently Jordan Miles, the public accused, apparently Ring of Honor as well, is it? Uh, and um, apparently said it released an email with someone from the WWE shop saying about it and saying Triple H approved it and saying that Road Dog preferred a grey version, which I feel like a grey version of it would have been better. I'm, I'm not going to lie about that. The grey version would have been better. First of all, who would buy a T-shirt like that? I mean, even if it wasn't racist, it's a crap design. But, like, um, I don't think... Yeah, so he said that Triple H... So he thought his hands were tired because Triple H agreed to it and he didn't want to really disrespect him, I don't think. And then when he approached Triple H about it, Triple H said he thought that Jordan approved it. That's what he got told. So someone in the middle must have mixed up who should be fired. Like, he shouldn't have even gone to the stage for that. Because it wasn't... Even if it wasn't racist, like I said, it was, it's not a good T-shirt. I know WWE released some crap over the years, but that was the crappiest crap. Then, uh, I forgot what happened then, but people, some people were calling Triple H racist on Twitter for it, even though if a performer agrees to it, which Triple H thought he agreed to it, Triple H, like, sort of, if he likes a t-shirt, he sort of has to put it out, because if he agreed to it, like, what he got told, he has to put it out, because, I mean, why wouldn't he? It's money. It's a money-making business. But if he didn't agree to it, he shouldn't put it out, which he w- probably wouldn't have done. Like just because it was racist a bit ago doesn't mean he's a change. It doesn't mean he's not a changed man. He looks like a changed man. If he was a racist, why would he make Ricochet Velveteen Dream NXT North American Champion? I know they're not champion anymore, obviously, but they were. Do you know what I mean? And Kofi Kingston wouldn't have been world champion if Vincent Mann was racist. Same for like people winning the AC Championship. Mark Henry had that dominant one in 2011 with the World Heavyweight. The New Day, one of the best tag teams in WWE history. You can't say the races just because of a small mix-up. Vince McMahon probably has no control. Well, he probably has little control. Well, I mean, it's his company, of course, he has control about T-shirts. But he probably leaves it to people because he doesn't really mind about T-shirts as long as they're making money. I mean, Vince McMahon probably doesn't go through every single T-shirt and approves it. Same with Triple H. He probably goes to the NXT ones. Because uh, he's... He, but he doesn't design them at the end of the day. He just thinks, uh, it's alright, I guess. There's loads of people were saying they didn't see it until Jordan pointed it out. I'm not black, so I, can't, uh, I don't really know how it feels. But if someone put, like, some... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's really offensive to white people. Someone on a white t-shirt, I wouldn't really be offended by it. Because it's... It, I don't know. I feel like today's just a snowflake society. I don't think he was racist. I feel like people can get offended by anything nowadays. Like, I don't think it's racist. But it's his t-shirt, his logo, his name. If he wants it taken down, I think he has the right to take it down. Do you get what I mean? Even if it's even if it's a good design, 
and it's not even racist. I think he has the. I think he should have the choice to take it down, which they did take it down. But you know, that's just my opinion on the situation. It's his T-shirt. He gets the last say, I think, because I mean, why wouldn't he? It's his T-shirt. Like, what the hell? Yeah. So, that's the end of this video. See you later. Peace out, dog. Why did I say dog? dog? I said video as well, not podcast. So yeah, Crown Jewel. I don't know how long I'll be until I finish this. I mean, until I'll do the next one. I'm so all this shit when I'm thinking about myself and I forget loads of stuff. So yeah, if you want to talk about it with me, hit me up at LTG on Twitter. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, LTG. I make custom titantrons on YouTube. Honestly... As long as you're doing a friendly debate, I'll debate with you. I just don't want you to, like, insult me for no reason. I hate Twitter like that. Most of Twitter is like that, but sometimes you can have a really nice debate. Debate. Okay, peace out.